I'm gonna let that sit for a second. You don't have to count calories in order to make progress. Hello, hello, ambitious and fit friend. Hope you've had a great week so far and you just feel really recharged and full post the Thanksgiving weeks and then you're able to go into December. I know that the next two weeks are gonna be pretty hectic because what we're trying to do is of course accomplish all of our goals and 2021 so strong before we go into the Christmas holidays here in the next couple weeks. So I just want you to remember, take a pause, take a step back and make sure that we're just recharging, we're taking good care of ourselves as we are going up and down this roller coaster over the next couple of weeks. But here's the good thing, is that Christmas is around the corner, New Year's is around the corner, and y'all, 2022 is gonna be the best year ever for all of us. I can already feel it in my bones, and I'm so excited that we're on this journey together in general. I just imagine us at a coffee shop or at a local hip bar. I just said hip, yeah, I know, at a hip bar, and we are just drinking, you know, almond milk lattes, or we are having some skinny margaritas, uh, skinny mezcal margaritas for some of my gals that like mezcal, that little smoky margarita taste. But you guys, we are just diving into everything. When it comes to fitness, mindset, female empowerment, all the things when it comes to us living our lives and being able to, you know, accomplish our dreams and also become the fittest version of ourselves. So I'm just so excited that you and I were here together and we are on each other's journeys and we're just figuring out this thing called life, right? So I'm very excited for us to be doing this thing together. We're going to end 2021 so strong and we are slingshotting ourselves into 2022. So I am very excited. And also, if nobody else has told you today or even just this week, I'm so proud of you. Look back at all the things that you have accomplished. Look at how 2021 was for you. Yes, there were ups, there were probably downs, but at the same time, like you have accomplished so much, regardless of where you are in your journey. Be proud of that. Be proud of the things that you have done. And remember that now you're able to go into this new year and this year with such momentum behind you because you are putting yourself first. You're listening to podcasts like like this one, for example. You're focusing on your self-development, your own empowerment, and you're wanting to become that absolute best version of yourself. That way you can get to the things that you want to do down the road. So I just want to tell you again, I am so proud of you. Keep going, girl. You're doing amazing. So with that being said, I am super excited to be talking about one of my favorite topics recently. I actually had just talked about this a couple of days ago with one of my new clients who just started her 16-week one-on-one coaching program. So I had a group of ladies from the Black Friday event who started this past week, and you guys couple days in, they're already crushing it. It just feels incredible. I love the beginning of programs. I even love, um, I actually have another group that is about five weeks into their program and they're achieving some pretty epic results. I'm so excited. Pop over to my Instagram if you want to see some of those results or even send me a DM on Instagram 
If you want to learn more about the 16-week one-on-one coaching program for Ambitious and Fit, we are going to be doing another round in early January. So again, if you are interested, go ahead and DM me the words all in, and I'm happy to be able to share some details on that so that we can plan in advance. Because I know a lot of us on here, we are planners, we want to gear up, we want to get excited for things coming down the road. But I was having a conversation with one of these uh, wonderful ladies who has started, and we were talking about nutrition specifically. Specifically. And it was more so we were diving through some of the things that she previously thought, you know, you don't know what you don't know, right? So when it comes to nutrition, I was definitely one of those individuals that whenever I was first starting in my fitness journey, I had no clue what the heck was going on. I I was overcomplicating my nutrition. I was also, you know, going through 16 million fad diets and I wanted to make sure I was, I, I don't even, I think I was doing the right thing, but really at the end of the day, I wasn't. And so her and I were on our overview call together and we were just diving through some of the things that she previously thought about nutrition and now she's looking at her program. She goes, oh, this is how it should be. And it was really great because she said, wow, this is so much simpler than I had even imagined in my mind and I didn't even really know anything. So it was really cool to dive into that with her. And I said, you know what? We're going to talk about this on the podcast because I think you and I, we need to dive in. We need to talk about ways to stop overcomplicating our nutrition because this needs to stop. It is one of those things where it's a lot easier than we think it is. So we're going to dive into those five key areas today. So let's go ahead and dive on in. So number one is that you will lose weight if you are in a caloric deficit. So essentially what that means is out of the calories that you are burning throughout the day, if you are eating a good amount of food, a solid amount of food, still a good amount overall, like for example, for myself, I'm around 1600 calories right now based off of me wanting to be in a caloric deficit for my goals right now. Um, So being still in a good calorie overall amount, that way you're giving your body the nutrients it needs. But let's say that I'm burning 2000 calories per day, for example, that's a caloric deficit. So you will lose weight. You will see results if you're in a caloric deficit. So just something to keep in mind is overcomplicating your, uh, your nutrition. Get out. We don't need to overcomplicate this. You will see results if you're in a caloric deficit. You will lose weight overall. Number two is make sure to drink plenty of water. Y'all, water is freaking magical. I will say it now. I will say it six episodes ago. I will say it till the cows come home. Water is incredible. It minimizes your hunger. It helps everything move through your digestive tract in just an incredible way. It 10 times your results in general. Your body is made up of like 70% of water, right? So making sure to really hydrate, feed those, hydrate those muscles, give your body just that rejuvenation and that hydration to be able to work as efficiently as possible. So a really good thing to keep in mind is don't overcomplicate water. Just keep it easy on yourself in general. Make sure that we are drinking at least one gallon of water per day. So I think that's a really good rule of thumb. So what I typically do for whenever my clients are first starting out in their program is I have them uh, drink about three-fourths of a gallon to a gallon of water per day. And so just to give you a little extra context, three-fourths of a gallon of water is 96 ounces and a gallon of water is about 124 ounces. So that is a really good benchmark on how much water you should be consuming on a day-to-day basis. You guys are probably probably thinking to yourself, 
Well, I drink about two bottles of water, about a 16 ounces each, and so I'm getting 32 ounces. Ma'am, we need to times that by three or four. We need plenty of water to help our body be able to do the amazing things and optimize our results. So stop overcomplicating your overall nutrition. Drink plenty of water. Just to break it down even more in terms, so if you have a 32-ounce Yeti cup or a 30-ounce Yeti cup, just drink three to four of those per day. Something else I'll mention is that it tends to be a little bit harder drinking chilled water versus room temperature water. I like slightly chilled, but not like crazy amount of ice because then it's really hard for me to chug. But what I typically do, I have my Yeti cup and I have I drink about four to five of those per day. That's just for me personally. And what I do is I fill up the water first thing in the morning and I go ahead and chug an entire thing just while I'm even at the fridge, at the dispenser, I just knock it out and I get it done. Now, throughout the rest of the day, to help me with that, what I do is I do chug dates. So I do that with my husband and I also do that with my clients. So first thing is whenever I do it with my clients, it's really great because I send a picture of my Yeti or of my Waterloo or of my water container and I say, all right, let's chug down the hatch, bottoms up. And so then what we do is they send a picture back and then we go ahead and just chug all of that water together. So that's a really great thing. You can do it with a buddy, you can do it with a friend, you can do it however you want to, or even just set reminders on your watch or your phone. That way you actually remember, oh, I should definitely chug water today. So making sure to have chug dates either with yourself or with a partner or with a coach, that's really great to do. Um, Something I do with my husband, Tony, as we have our chug dates, um, so he is, of course, if I'm working from home, he's just a, like a wall away from me. So what I do is I fill up both of our waters, I walk in, and then all of, a, uh, all of a sudden I say, okay, chug water date. And so then we do a quick cheers, and then we just literally chug it together, and then we're like, boom, we got it done, and we go back off to doing our work stuff. It just makes it fun. It gives it like a play element associated with it. So any way that you got to do it, drink as much water as you can. Yes, you are going to feel like a water buffalo by the time that you are going to sleep. But when you roll up the next morning, uh, roll out of bed, and then all of a sudden you walk and you see you know, yourself in the bathroom mirror, it is, again, water is incredible. You feel unreal, especially if you do it for a consecutive couple of months. Like It's just going to be astronomically amazing. So in general, drink plenty of water. Number three is no food is off limits if you consume it in moderation. We have talked about this in the past. You and I, we have talked about the 80-20 food sustainability rule. So 80% of your food is going to be whole nutrient-dense foods where you are staying on track, you're staying focused, you are on top of you know the healthy meals, the high protein, and all of that stuff. And then 20% of the time, you are living a little. You're having the ice cream sandwich. You're having the skinny margaritas we talked about. having your favorite coffees, you're having the holiday treats. Like all of my clients that are going through the program right now, Christmas is 100% a 20% day. Knock yourself out. It's not going to throw you off in terms of your progress. It's just making sure that you are, you know, having those foods, but in moderation. And a good rule of thumb again is the 80-20 sustainability rule. And that's about two to three meals or so per week. That's a lot. That could even be like one really great dessert or one snack. It's not going to throw you off progress, but so many individuals and so many diets out there or so many plans 
They talk about all of this restriction. And my thing is, is that restriction doesn't lead to sustainability down the road. I think that you guys maybe have heard me talk about whenever I was going through six months of coaching for my uh, national competition in Vegas, I was working with a a coach and um, he completely restricted everything. I couldn't cheat once. I didn't even cheat on my birthday. I didn't even have a fun meal. Tony actually was a gem and he went and got these like chocolate, um, they were like this 100% chocolate chocolate quinoa cubes and put candles in them. I'll have to share a picture on Instagram or something. Put candles in them so I could blow them out and have that be my birthday cake. You guys, that is absolute crap. Just in general, stop overcomplicating this. After I was done competing, yes, I looked amazing, but at the same time, like it was not sustainable. I gained weight back afterwards, like even just a little bit. And it just wasn't sustainable. If you're wanting sustainable change, you 100% can implement the 80-20 food sustainability rule and be able to say, yes, I can live a little but still have amazing results. And so that's what I did whenever I got married where I was like, screw this. I'm going to have the margarita. I'm going to have the cake. I'm going to have the pizza. I'm going to have those things. But I'm going to have that be 15 to 20% of my week and enjoying still with my friends. But I'm going to budget or allocate towards that and then stay focused on my goals. I looked better at my wedding than I did on that national stage, period. That's what I teach all of my clients. That is something we live and breathe on, and they have the most incredible results, and they still can achieve their goals, and they actually turn it into a lifestyle because that's what's important. So in general, no food is necessarily off limits. It's not off limits in general if you consume it in moderation. So think of that 80-20 food sustainability rule. Just don't overcomplicate it, guys. You can still have the cake. It's okay. I love sprinkles. I love anything when it comes to sweets, chocolate. I'm a sweet gal. I'm a margarita gal. Knock yourself out, right? So number four is one of my favorites, you guys. It's one of my favorites. You do not have to count your calories in order to make progress. I'm going to let that sit for a second. You don't have to count calories in order to make progress. So this is something that I was really diving into with one of my other clients. Uh, Whenever she was starting her program, she was like, oh my gosh, I absolutely have to have every single thing tracked in my fitness pal or LifeSum or I think she had another app. And she was like, I'm going to send you screenshots every single day and all that stuff. I believe that what gets measured gets done. I think that's amazing. It creates a level level of self-awareness. Being able to know, okay, this is how much nutritional value is in, you know, broccoli or is in like a protein waffle, like little things like that. Like it's good for you to be able to get a good idea of what the overall caloric nature is of everything. But in order to be able to see results, like you don't need to do that every single day. You don't have to do that all the time. And so something I work with in with my clients is I provide them a macronutrient. So think of in terms of macronutrients, think of proteins, carbs, fats, overall calories and sugar, but I, mainly it's just protein, carbs and fats. What I do is I break them down. I break down the macronutrients specific to their goals. And then I say, hey, if you want to track, that is perfectly fine. 
That is not an, uh, not a problem at all. I think it's even helpful to do it for the first couple of weeks just to give you that, again, level of awareness like we just talked about. But you don't have to do it all the time. I even give them an example food day of what it looks like with their favorite foods based off of the macros that we provided. What does that day actually look like? And so the main takeaway for that is create us a level of awareness of what things, you know, are in terms of how many calories they have or protein, fats, and carbs, but you don't have to count everything. Like this is a lifestyle. I mean, we're not prepping for anything. We're not doing anything crazy. Like we're trying to have a lifestyle. We're wanting to become the fittest version of ourselves and stay that way, right? So just making sure that we are, of course, not having to count our calories in order to be able to make progress. In the beginning, it's great. A midway point is even better, especially if you're changing things up. But again, it's about intuitively eating and enjoying and not overcomplicating everything. Once you have a good idea of what you should be consuming each day, it's fine. You've got your nutrition down. It's okay. So number five is, ooh, it's a good one. Quit the fad diets. The overall goal is a whole nutrient-dense diet for overall health, right? So a couple of quick things here is I have nothing against, you know, anything when it comes to a paleo diet or a keto diet or anything like that. But the thing that I will say is that any of the fad diets that you see lose 15 pounds in six minutes, like anything like that is not sustainable. And honestly, it might, it's whatever it is, like unless you're eating air, you know, it's, it's just not good for your body, period, right? And the overall goal is health. It's health, it's having good nutrition, it's having good gut health, it's it's having, you know, it's saving yourself with your fitness and your nutrition now to create and host, give back to your body that way you are even saving yourself 20 years from now when there's potential health problems down the road because, again, paper towel effect. Have you guys ever heard of the paper towel effect? I learned about this recently and I really love it. So basically, it talks about habits overall. There was a really good analogy talking about, you know, really, if somebody was eating, you know, really awful for, you know, for a day, one burger is not going to make you fat. You know what I mean? And just like one salad won't make you skinny, all of those things. But if you imagine a paper towel roll, imagine you take one sheet off, that's the one burger. And then you take another sheet off and that's just, you know, all of your, you know, bad nutritious habits over time. The more that you take each sheet off every single day, you all of a sudden go from this full roll down to a withered roll of nothing. And so it's literally peeling off those layers. And, you know, habits are that same way that you don't notice a whole lot in the beginning when you take only one sheet, but all of a sudden you're 200 sheets in and you're down to nothing. Or you're, it's either you're in the green when you're doing amazing and the habits are fantastic and you have momentum and you have, you know, you have this whole nutrient dense, you know, diet and lifestyle and life and you have all these great habits, or it's the opposite. It's the opposite where you all of a sudden, you have less energy, you're not able to move, you feel awful in your skin, you feel gross and icky and you don't like to look at yourself in the mirror. Like there's so many different things when it comes to that, right? So I love um, that analogy, the paper towel effect. The main takeaway here is stop overcomplicating your nutrition by going through different fad diet stages of your life. The goal at the end of the day is to have a whole nutrient-dense 
diet or overall nutrition when it comes to having good amount of protein, a good amount of fats, good amount of carbs, you know, staying, you know, in moderation when it comes to sugar and your overall calories and just having a good solid lifestyle. That's the overall goal. So the main takeaway, you guys, I know I went on a bit of a rant when it comes to this stuff. I just love it so much. I can't help it. But guys, in general, we need to stop overcomplicating our nutrition because you guys, it's a lot easier than we think. So I'm going to give you a recap on the five things that we just talked about. Number one, You will lose weight if you're in a caloric deficit. So you are burning more calories or uh, you are eating less than what you are burning. I had to like rewind that on my brain. So you are eating less than what you are burning, right? So number two is drink plenty of water. One gallon per day, it's a fantastic rule of thumb. Make sure you get close to a bathroom sometimes whenever you do that though. And then number three is no food is off limits if you consume it in moderation. Implement that 80-20 food sustainability rule. It is a game changer. It helps you budget throughout your week. Number four is you don't have to count your calories to make great progress. We're we're all about the intuitive eating. If you want to track in the beginning, that's perfectly fine. Have the awareness. Have those things. But at the end of the day, you know what's healthy and what's not. And you don't have to count calories like an accountant on a budget spreadsheet and type every single thing in and obsess over it. You don't have to do that in order to make progress. You can just do it where it's more intuitive after you have a good solid foundation. Number five is quit those freaking bad diets, guys. The goal is a whole nutrient-dense diet for overall health. That's a wrap. I'm off my soapbox. I just couldn't help but want to talk about this with you guys today. But y'all, I hope that this was super helpful for you guys in general. I just want to say thank you for everything. I hope that this episode was helpful. I love you, and I hope you have an incredible week ahead. Send me a quick DM on Instagram, even if you want to be able to say hi, chat, or even say that, hey, I listened to your podcast and I loved X, Y, and Z. Like, I love getting to know you guys. So feel free to pop on over so I can personally say thank you. All right, guys, have an amazing week. Kick some butt and I'll see you in the next episode. Hey there, hope you love the episode. If so, and you want to share it with your friends, take a screenshot, post and tag me on Instagram at Michelle underscore Stallings Fit. I love knowing which episodes are your favorite. And I also just want to tell you, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Love you guys so much and catch it in the next episode.